the long-term benefits of beer have been proven by scientists, whereas the rest of my advice has no basis more reliable than my own meandering experience. Drink beer. I'm Larry Pete. Welcome to Brewers Banter. Okay, Larry Payton here with Craft Beer with me, and this is Brewers Banter. And this is like the recap, I guess, with Patrick Feltz of Waikiki Brewing. Uh, Patrick, I, I, I've said before when I transferred it to podcast that the episode I had with you was the favorite one I've done in three years. I had an absolute blast. And then I listened to it, and I'm like, oh, man just yeah we tried to really capture what it was like there to be there to be part of it all and you certainly do but unfortunately you don't hear a lot of us and hence the recapture uh welcome back i will uh, get you to introduce yourself tell us about you tell us about waikiki brewing yeah uh, my name is pat one of the brewers for waikiki brewing company we have four locations across oahu and um oh you still got one that is my last one i've been waiting for this uh, yeah, we got we got four locations, two on Maui, two on Oahu. Um, we opened up in uh, 2015 in Oahu. About two years later, our production demands demanded that we open up a really big production facility. So that's right down the street from our original location in Oahu. And then about a year and a half ago, two years ago, we opened up a um, a small kind of playground is what we like to call it. Um, but that's a small three and a half barrel system. That's That's the one that I work at. And that's right on Front Street uh, in Maui. And then uh, we have a, a cool little tap room that is in Wailea, which is about an hour away from from where I work. And we don't we don't make any beer there, unfortunately, but um, it's a pretty cool location just to go and have have food. It's in the uh, the shops at Wailea, so it's right next to all the the big stuff to do over there. So nice, yeah, nice. And it's a phenomenal place. So let's 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 go yeah. right to the beers that you guys brew what do you have on tap now which would be different from what you had back when i visited a few months ago um so we i was telling you about all the stuff we had in the barrels right so Mm -hmm. um about two weeks ago uh we we blended some of the barrels and uh, we got got two different barrel aged uh wild ales on tap right now that are phenomenal we had the uh, brewmaster for miller so the guy that makes all the cores and and miller light and all that kind of stuff we had Mm -hmm. we had him in and uh he he came over and told me it was it was some of the best stuff that he's had and and wow it was pretty cool because it it is it is amazing what the barrels kind of kind of do and so yeah we, we blended them together and then uh put them on tap and and they're pretty pretty phenomenal and then we also got a hazy on tap right now um that we made for national ipa day last week and so that one's that one's pretty good we're resuming our staff brew day program which is essentially twice a month um i allow three or four different um employees to sign up and uh they come in they do the entire brew day with me um so it kind of teaches them a lot about everything. I mean, it teaches them from start to finish, teaches them a lot of terminology, uh, which is really good when they're, when they're talking to their tables, but it's also just a cool experience. I mean, most people don't get that opportunity to, to brew a beer on a big scale. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So, Absolutely, so man. We're, we're starting that up. I got another one tomorrow. Um, so we're doing a, uh, an Oktoberfest and get that ready for, for the end of September, early October. So that should be fun. And then, yeah, we just, we got a lot of cool stuff that, that we're doing. I'm doing a, 
an imperial stout that I'm putting oh. into a, into a rum barrel that we got from a distillery that's up country. Nice. Uh, so I'm I'm doing that next week so that we can hopefully age that for about three months and have that ready for about Christmas time. And wow. uh, yeah, just get to do all the all the fun stuff. I did I did a, a hazy last week that it won't be ready for another week probably, but um I threw a bunch of orange peel, sweet orange peel in the mash. Oh, okay, cool. In the mash. Uh, ah. Based on my research, essentially the oil that is in the orange peel, it's not present in hops, but it is a, sta- a sustainable compound. So it, it wow. will last throughout the entire brewing process. So I figured might as well throw it in the mash, get all the oils to to kind of merge into the wort, and then uh, just kind of see how it goes. And and just from taking some of the samples when I'm when I'm doing my uh, my gravity readings, it smells like orange juice. Wow! So I, I I'm I'm about to do the first dry hop today, and I'm doing a second dry hop towards the end of fermentation. Um, and and I'm hoping for the best, but we'll see Damn. we'll see what happens. So that was just orange yeah. peels in the mash. Just orange peels in the mash, yeah. And uh, any idea what kind of percentage we're talking about? Uh, the beer will come out to. Roughly no, about six. I'm sorry. I mean, I mean the percentage in, in terms of the oil or the orange peels. Like, how much did you put in? Oh, um, for for a three and a half barrel batch, I did about two and a half pounds. So okay, so not much. Not much, and it, it's. I probably in the future, I'd probably do a little less. We just had wow. about five pounds that we were just like, oh, let's just throw this in. Wow. So, but yeah, that's awesome, man. That's exciting. That is very yeah. exciting stuff. Pretty cool, yeah. Uh, one of the cool things we did when we were there that uh, I, I really had not experienced other places was bear pairings. Uh, if you could sort of speak to that, because I think this is very yeah. cool for people who are foodies, who are craft bear nuts, who may not be into craft bear, whatever. I mean, this is why Waikiki Brewing in uh, in Lahaina is the place to visit. Tell us about that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, our chef is amazing at just kind of taking whatever's in front of him and, and concocting these amazing recipes. He's kind of a magician when it comes to he'll yeah, take beer, he'll he'll take beer and he'll turn it into barbecue sauce. He'll take he'll take <laughs> beer, he'll brine our our um, pork shoulder in it and brine it for five days until it turns wow. literally like gray. And then he's like, now it's going to be smoked for twelve hours. And to wow. the point, it, it when you're pulling it out of the smoker, it's just like it literally just falls apart. Falls it, apart it's, yeah. It, but yeah, so everything that we do in the kitchen is essentially out of a smoker or on a, our charboil grill. We have a fryer, but that's for things like fries and onion rings and stuff like that. Right. Um, but yeah, it's basically if you if you imagine like Texas barbecue or Carolina barbecue or Kansas City barbecue, it's it's essentially a combination of all that thrown into into one kitchen, and uh, it's incredible what they do back there. There's usually only two three guys on a shift, and and they're just cranking it out. But it's all yeah. about just kind of prepping. So the way that they're able to time all of their smokes and and all that kind of stuff i've never seen anything like it yeah it puts me in awe a lot because it, yeah it's, it's so phenomenal. fresh like, like it's phenomenal yeah, yeah, like it's ridiculous yeah, we didn't, we didn't, yeah like it is it's obnoxious it's listen man it's obnoxious it's absolutely ridiculous like it, it is really? it's just yeah. yeah it is i mean yeah. it's unreal uh, and so it's not only that that the food is fantastic but also that you know your servers can always pair it up with an appropriate yeah. style of beer you know, so again, maybe speak to that a little bit. Uh, are, they must obviously be well-versed in beer, well enough to know yeah. the food and the beer to really yeah. give some knowledgeable uh, advice. Yeah. Yeah. So again, <clears throat> uh, we try to train them as as much as possible, as much as they can retain. It, it's a constant training. So anytime that we see them like doing something, it's like, hey, yeah. like, do you know why you're doing that? And and just kind of educating them on why they're pouring a beer a certain way, why it goes in a certain glass, like just things like that. It's something that it, it might be super simple, but if you've never 
learned it before, you don't really know. And the food is very similar. So we, um, we essentially teach them that, yeah, like, like certain types of beers go with certain types of foods, not to pair certain beers with certain types of foods. And right. um, we get a lot of people that ask for their recommendations. So for the most part, they're pretty, pretty on top of recommending the right thing for the right people. Yeah, they did a fantastic, the service was just absolutely amazing as well. I mean, it's one thing, look, man, it's, you go into breweries, it's fantastic to have fan, they get great beer. Like, that's awesome. You go into a brewery and they have great service. Awesome. You go into a brewery and uh, the atmosphere is there. The view out the front window is there. Or you go into a brewery and they actually serve food and the food is awesome. But I mean, let's be honest, like Waikiki uh, in Lahaina hits all four. And as much as that sounds like a sales pitch for me, it's an absolute reality. It's the honest God's truth. It's that's the way it is. Yeah, it's it's one of the, it's one of the coolest breweries mm. I've ever been to. Uh, it's still a work in progress. So mm. we're still we're waiting to get a mural done on our back wall that's going to be awesome. Nice. Um, we're it's a brand new location. So I mean, essentially, we're still developing the culture, but it's got it's got one of the best found, foundational cultures in, oh. in the the beer scene, in my opinion. Because just because of that view, I mean, at sunset time. The, if, if you get like a really nice sunset, it lights up all the tanks. And so the entire restaurant will turn like the color of the sunset. It's, wow. it's incredible. Yeah. You wow. get those really like dark pink, like orange, burnt orange sunsets. And yeah. the entire restaurant turns that color because it reflects off the tanks. It's That's really unreal. Cool. That's unreal. I didn't see, I didn't get to see that. Never go out yeah. late and play, right? That's the problem. I always just yep. get, I'm yep. always, I've always had a lot by the time I'm, you know, hitting about six o'clock. So yeah. <laughs> when I'm on yeah. vacation in Hawaii, <laughs> tell us about the brew house. I mean, I, the, the very cool thing about that is that, you know, if you walk in, it's completely open to everybody um, and they're going to see some things that they've never seen anywhere else. Yeah. It's uh, it was custom built for our location. Yeah. It's a three and a half barrel brew house um, with two seven barrel fermenters and two three and a half barrel fermenters, as well as two 10 barrel fooders. So I got a light base um, sour and a dark base sour in each fooder. Yeah. And essentially what we're trying to do with that is we're trying to create that liquid as kind of like an acceleration for our barrel age stuff. So the fooders hold a lot of liquid. They hold, hold about 300 gallons worth of liquid. And so um, at any given time, when we empty out our barrels, we can refill them with what's in the fooders and they have that accelerated timetable now because now they only need a month to really develop the flavors that the barrel will, will impart on it because it's already been touching the, the oak um, for anywhere from six to nine months. And so essentially it, it accelerates how fast we can keep on turning these barrel aged beers out and also kind of gives us more more playroom because we can not have to wait six months to see what's in a barrel we kind of know what's going to happen we can actually work on the blending part which is the the fun part about working with the the wild ales and stuff absolutely yeah it's amazing okay we're going to jump in with a quick game of least prefer tell me we're going to go quick here which do you prefer least of two options Kauai or oahu I've never been to Kauai, but uh, probably say Oahu just because I liked Maui because of how like isolated it is and how slow everything is. Uh, you go to Oahu and it's like being back in the Bay Area in California. You're just like, this is why I left here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, like that's true. That's true. Uh, Citra or Mosaic? Ooh, neither, man. That, those are my two can't, favorites. You can't do it. You can't do uh, it. I, I can't. No. All right, here we go. Cascade or Centennial? Cascade. Oh, really? Okay. All yeah, right. I like Centennial a lot if I use it in short regimens, but I like Cascade too. It's just out of the two. I, I definitely prefer Centennial a little bit more. So. Uh, hockey or football? Hockey. I, I'm a big fan of, of both, but football is my, my favorite sport. All right. Crystal malts or filtering? Mm. <laughs> That's one that always gets a good brewer. Uh, probably, oh, probably filtering just because... Yeah. 
Yeah, it's pain sometimes. Yeah, I yeah, okay, I'm with you. And last one, hair of the dog or swear to never drink again. Swear to never drink again. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good, good man. Good man. Um, tell us about craft beer and the craft beer community in Hawaii. I mean, it's it's there's four craft breweries there, and they're you know I've been to all of them. Even on my last trip, I, I made sure to hit every single one of them, and they're all extraordinarily different from one another. Yeah. Super yeah. So I mean, tell uh, us just about the community, the culture. It's definitely different than where I was originally from in California, where it, every town has like five breweries now and that kind of stuff. Where mm-hmm. over here, it's like you get one brewery and then you get another brewery, but you got to drive sometimes an hour to get to the other one. So you, right, you never yeah. really you never really hang out at the other ones as much because it's it's honestly it's just it's just far. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the biggest difference. Um, other than that, we're all making extremely different beers. I mean, like we got our whole wild ale program. Um, you got Maui Bruco that just kind of makes everything. Um, and it's and huge. Mahalo ale yeah, and Maui's a different beast on its own. It's just massive. Yeah, they're 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 not considered um, a craft brewery. Any- I mean, they are considered a craft. They're not considered a a micro brewery. They're they're a regional brewery. Right. Okay. Um, so they're 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 pumping out in one of their tanks. They're doing what I can do in six months, essentially. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So uh, that's a whole different whole different beast. And they actually just bought uh, Modern Times, which is a California based brewery. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's um, something Garrett alluded to back back earlier in the yeah, in the fall that he was moving get, to the mainland yeah. on the on the mainland and get distribution going and that kind of stuff. So yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, then there's Mahalo Aleworks in Kohala mm-hmm. and Kohala is pretty cool. They got bingo and, and trivia. They got live music every, every now and then. Um, uh, but that's kind of like the place where locals will go and hang out and not be interrupted by a lot of tourists on like nighttime stuff. Right. Uh, and then you got Mahalo Aleworks, which is extremely new and that's, it's beautiful. It's just, it's really far away from where mm-hmm. I live. So I, I only go there every now and then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a beautiful setup up there. It's kind of about it's about the same size as, as what I'm working with. So it's pretty impressive that they're able to crank out beers as, as fast as they do. Yeah, all great breweries and, and all in completely yeah. different ways. And again, I you know, I, I thoroughly enjoyed my time at Waikiki. I just found that it's it's very I mean, I love staying in Kaanapali, so yeah. it's very close. The atmosphere is great, everything is spick and span clean. And yeah. it's it's pretty crazy because you go to a lot of places <clears throat> on Front Street and they're they're kinda <clears throat> like tourist traps, you know? Yeah. Waikiki does not have that. It's vibe yeah it's it's basically like you walking into your like local brewery it's really mm-hmm. cool it we welcome customers coming in and, and asking questions about our, our equipment yeah. um it, it's a lot of fun for me to go up and talk to talk to tables and talk to customers and stuff i mean they're they're always so impressed with just the view but then they start talking about the beer and and it, it's it's a lot of fun you know it's it's fun talking beer with people but it's really cool when they're, when they're really interested and they want to come up and ask questions. And most breweries, sometimes you don't get that opportunity mm-hmm. to talk to the people that are making the product. But we, again, we try to do things that are slightly different. Yeah. It's something that I, I really enjoy is just, it's just talking beer with people. So it's absolutely, absolutely. Man. What's your best memory so far at the brewery? At the brewery? Uh, I made a beer with my dad. Right. Uh, yeah and uh yeah you tried that one yeah that right dunkle, yeah yeah fantastic dunkle, yeah and it was his favorite and he's he got me into brewing when i was little he was he was always home brewing and i heard all the stories when i was growing up and then uh yeah i went off to college and i got a job in a in the restaurant side of a brewery and ended up bugging the the brewmaster over there to let me tag along and learn all the stuff and yeah now now i'm here but it really started with just i liked being around the the brewery 
um, atmosphere when I was growing up. And so, um, obviously I wasn't drinking until I was, I was older, but I just like the atmosphere, you know, it's very laid back and easy going. And so, um, it was really cool that my dad had never brewed on, on a professional wow. scale. Yeah. And so essentially I, I, he came for a visit and, uh, we brewed his favorite style of beer, which is a dunkel lager. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then it was great because right as I released it, he was like, Hey, like send me a six pack, send me a six pack. But it's like, I can't really send a six pack. It was only on tap. And so, uh, my mom and I surprised him with like a two day trip. So we basically oh. bought plane tickets for him to fly over for a day and a half essentially. And, and he slept on my couch, but we had a bunch of dunkles and that was probably one of my favorite moments. Cause he was wow. sitting there, he was just drinking them like, by the glass basically <laughs> just, wow that's it, it was, awesome it was, it was a cool full circle moment yeah that's so. yeah, that yeah that was that it just doesn't get any better than that i can't imagine man when you go that full circle um the reality is and i, I we have to say this because people are going to listen to this and wonder how they can get their hands on waikiki beer yeah and uh you know let's deal with the elephant in the room in terms of how do you get waikiki beer you got to come to hawaii you got to go to hawaii man yeah. Come to hawaii. yeah we our production is already pretty much maxed out. So even if we had a way to distribute it to the mainland, which is very, very difficult because of shipping constraints and stuff, it's, it's difficult just to get it from island to island sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if we could ship it to the mainland, we wouldn't be able to make enough to fulfill a lot of those accounts. Um, we're already pretty much maxed out at about 10,000 barrels a year, which is, it's a lot of beer. <laughs> they're, they're cranking out beers like crazy over there. Absolutely. So. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. That's that's the reality. And, and I mean, like, how many days a week do you brew? Whenever mm-hmm. I have an open tank, I try to brew. Okay. So, like this week, I'm brewing three times. Next week, just once. Yeah, as soon as I as soon as I get an open tank, I'm, I'm pretty much scheduled in a, another beer. So right, and over on Oahu, they're brewing oh, yeah. flat they're, out. They're, they're just <clears> brewing every day. Yeah, I mean, there there might be one day a week that they don't brew. Wow. Uh, but essentially, it's a twenty barrel system that can produce up to eighty barrels. Wow. So essentially they'll have like one person come in and start the brew. The other person will come in mid brew and then finish up the second mm-hmm. brew. Mm-hmm. So essentially um, you got two people brewing 40 barrels a day and then they done, if they got an 80 barrel tank, they got to fill those, do that again the next day and fill that up. So, wow. Wow. Yeah. They're yeah. flat out. Uh, cheers to Joe and everyone over there at the Oahu yeah. side. I mean, hopefully someday I can get to talk to him. Um, but I know he, we discussed he's flat out and I know you're flat out. And so Patrick, yeah. I would love to take more of your time. However, I have a great deal of respect for you. Uh, I have no issue saying that those who are tuned in, it became a friendship, man. It became actually yeah. a pretty, I consider you a good yeah. friend of mine. Uh, you know, just getting to meet, hang out a little bit. Yeah, man. And, and getting to talk again is absolutely fantastic. Um, before we end off, I will just add, you know, is there anything else that you want to add? Anything else you want to throw in there? No, this I mean, beer is phenomenal. I will tell you this uh, cryopop is sick. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah if, if you guys are ever visiting Hawaii, especially if you're coming to Maui, definitely check us out. If you come to Lahaina and I'm working, feel free to come up and ask any questions. And, and if Very I cool. get some time, I'll, I'll sit down and chat with you. Very cool. If you go to Hawaii, Hawaii and you go to, uh, you know, I'll forgive you. If you go to Maui though, and you don't make it over to Waikiki Brewing, you yeah. probably seriously should see a doctor. I'm just going to throw that yeah, out. There's for, some the most, for the most part, Maui, there's a high, high probability that you're going to front street at least one day. Absolutely. So there's absolutely no excuses to why you don't stop in or at least see what you got. Zero. Absolutely so, zero. No excuses. Listen, man, what's the best hangover food? Okay. <laughs> yeah, poke. Okay. It's so good. It's it's like sushi, but it, it, you can eat it in, in whatever quantity you want. It's great. So I thought you said okay, and I'm like, you're, I think no, he's no, just no, saying no, he'll no, eat no, anything. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. That makes more sense. I was like, okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, yeah gotcha. <laughs> That's awesome, man. And 
we're going to end off with uh, the challenge. The challenge is as follows, uh, which we've done this before, so you know. So feel free to say no. It's it's like noon thirty your your time. The challenge is as follows: I will chug a beer if you chug a beer with me, yeah. or you make three attempts at putting yeah, your. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not chugging this. This is like I'm down to the last half glass of my Waikiki. <laughs> All right, I'm going to be chugging this one here is a uh, 8% uh, double IPA that I brewed. Beautiful. Yeah, this is my, uh, this one here. I did a split on a 220s and uh, used different yeasts and uh, different hops. Uh, This one here was an Omega Tropical Yeast, yeah, which is, uh, it's crazy. It, uh, it turned out very, very beautiful, very clear. It's got a beautiful hop character to it. Uh, Much more on the tropical side. It leaves a nice little lacing. Yeah. I mean, I, I would love to get down sometime, like we talked about it and brew together or, yeah, I, you know, if I even just get hammered together, that'd be fun. I'd be cool with that. So. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, when you're on Maui next, just let me know. And then uh, I'll let I you know. You heads up. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you the heads up for sure, brother. All right, man. Cheers to you. Look at that right on scratch. You and I. Beautiful. Patrick, thank you so much for doing this. I know you're busy, man. I wanted to make sure people actually got a chance to hear how awesome Waikiki is and how awesome you are. Um, just reach out to Patrick. It's, it's absolutely, they're fantastic, man. Thank you very much for your time. Of course, buddy. Go back to work and uh, you and I'll be chatting yeah. again soon. Sounds good, man. Cheers, brother. Bye. Hey, buddy. Drink beer. Thank you for tuning into this episode and thanks to Bass Brain for the music. This show has been recorded during an Instagram live broadcast. If you enjoyed it, please share and get ready to stream the next episode of Brewer's Banter. Drink beer.